Welcome back to another week of I Have So Many Questions. My name is Peter Krause. And I am Jake Leskovar. Uh, this is episode, I think, eight. eight. Yeah. Episode eight. Congratulations. Same to you. I was, when I was listening back to, uh, I was doing some editing the other day, and yeah. we were talking about episode, I want to say it was three, and now here we are, episode eight. Seems so long ago. I know. Time flies <laughs> when like you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, funny, I was talking to a gentleman in my gym who has a podcast mm. uh, as well, and his goal when he very first started was to make it to 100 podcasts. I was like, that is a lofty goal. Granted, like that's cool. Though. I never thought there's a distance to go in this. Yeah. I just want to keep having conversations, and I can't mm-hmm. imagine conversations would ever end. Right. Um, it's an endless podcast. I would think so. Yeah. Especially when we just keep having different guests. Exactly. On, and there's endless people to talk a lot, to. I was just going to say, a lot mm-hmm. of people got a lot of things to say. I think important would be right now accepting the fact that not every episode is going to be good. Yes. But the hope is that there will be a few that are so great that. <laughs> overshadows that it, the not so great ones. Yeah. What is that? I feel like that's got to be a term of some kind. But um, no, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would hope that something in each might resonate with that, someone. Yeah. I but think that's a really good way to look at it. I uh, I agree. I think there's going to be some that, I don't know, maybe people even skip. I don't, who knows? Yeah, that's fair. Who knows? Who we knows? are uh, cotton balls in the wind, as I like to say. Just cotton ball in the wind. Just blowing around. Blowing around. Getting everybody's eyes and mouths and things. Well, I don't want to be an annoying cotton ball. <laughs> Just down for the ride. Getting allergies right now. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right. So this week, uh, Jake and I were talking about what we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And just recently, I brought up uh, The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And what is that? No. <laughs> what is that show? Well, we've already talked about it a little bit. In you've podcast. mentioned Yeah, you mentioned it a few times. Um, but I think maybe we take a little bit deeper dive into it. I, I would agree. I think I'm honestly even, you know, curious about some aspects of it. So I think I will, I might even learn. Please ask things. all the questions. Okay, cool. Well, gee, I might have just a few. That was a good joke, wasn't it? Just a few? No, I have okay. so many questions. Okay. Uh, I guess I, I didn't kind even of, catch that. <laughs> well, I don't know if I really landed the plane quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so distracted by that <laughs> evil maniacal laugh. I don't know. Let's replay that one. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, man. All right. So, 2017, I went on the show we're, called okay, The we're Bachelor. Out, we're, we're, we're starting out. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're there. All right. Um, you know, how, well, okay. Of, well, so wait. Before we start with 2017, I was on the show. How did you, I guess, in a. It's quick, you know. You can make it as long or short as you want. How? What yeah. got you to? How did you end up on the on the show or with interest? Yeah. in the show. I guess. Totally. Well, I mean, we can back it all the way up to back it up. Um, in two thousand three, we filled out our yearbooks. Okay. For our like our senior year. Okay. Saying what our dreams and aspirations were and all kind of stuff, and a little foreshadowing to later on in life that I didn't know about till getting off the show with Bachelorette in 2017 and someone pointed this out to me. I wrote in my yearbook, um, my goal was to be The Bachelor. Okay. <laughs> and then under my quote, it was one that I created myself and uh-huh. it was, remember your destiny. Wow. That just gave me chills right there thinking yeah. like, for one, 
why was my goal to be the bachelor? Right? <laughs> it's, it's not your typical like high school. Goal, yeah, that's uh, right? yeah, yeah. Especially like I was really into art. I was really into football. Uh, I wanted to go somewhere with one of those two things. I had already decided like I was going to be an architect uh, and work on interior architectural design very specifically. Mm-hmm. And yet all the girls were obsessed with that show at the time. It was season like two or three, maybe even one. Every girl was talking about The Bachelor all the time. They were big fans of it. And I had never been on a date okay. in my life at that point. And this was like the first part of senior year. Okay. So I'm like... I want to be the bachelor. I want to be the ultimate representation of what a male should be because all the women want him at that age. Yeah. Right? Because this is the guy that has no love. Yeah. Couldn't get love if I was getting rejected by any girl I talked to at that time. And then to read the second part of it, which was remember your destiny, and to think I got off the show, someone else brought this up, it became this big point of hatred towards me because I had written this, and yet I had forgotten that I had written it. And it was literally telling me to remember that this was part of the path that yeah. I had set out for myself. So it's like, speak it into yeah. existence has never been more true yeah. <laughs> than what I wrote in my freaking right. yearbook. Like, good That's Lord, man. wild. So now I've got to like, just start saying, like, be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and speak love. it and it will come, <laughs> yeah. right. Speak it into existence, yes. apparently. Uh, so I did that. Anyways, um, fast forward now to 2016. Okay. I'm living in Madison. Uh, I have an in-home personal training business and two very specific clients, uh, Dina and Carly, I'm sure they're fine with me mentioning them on here, were both big fans of the show. Okay. And both around the same time started to talk to me about how they thought I should go on. Okay. And the fact that two women in my life that were very important to me were talking about this and encouraging me to do it. And I was very open with them about my relationships and all that. And they knew this struggle I was having with relationships um, and one particular that I just ended. They just said, try out. Yeah. I was like, well, how do I do that? So the one, I think, sent me the link on the Bachelor website to send in my audition and uh, sent in a single headshot and a short bio. Okay. And then that led to, I think, first an email back. Okay. A couple weeks, months later, whatever it was. Yeah. Saying, please send more headshots or more pictures and fill out this longer bio. So I did that, and then that led to another step in the process. And each step, I can't remember the exact order and all that, but mm-hmm. it was like phone interview, shoot a long video, like a documentary almost. Like oh. it had to be like okay. 10 minutes like or something a vlog. Like that. Yeah, kind of. And Dina ended up being on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I still got it on my, one of my old computers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got it shot by one of my other clients, okay. who's a very talented video- or videographer, he did a great job. He spliced it all up and made it look really, really good. Like I yeah, was, yeah. I watched it like, damn, I would hire myself. Well done. <laughs> like he did such a great job. He had this like soft background music in it that oh. like it just like grew in intensity at the right times to make it just seem like I was really wow. a great guy. <laughs> like I'm a good Choose dude, I think. Me. But, yeah, jeez. But this damn music. But this video sold it. Okay. Um, and so I, I sent that in and then that, Obviously went over well because they invited me to an in-person audition okay. in Chicago. Met a couple of the, I guess, like producers or just recruiters for the show at that time. Okay. And then they pretty much told me, like, Peter, you're going to be on the show, but we have to keep sending you through the process. Um, we're going to send you now to L.A. for more in-person. Okay. And so I went out to a hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, 
I found out later on that there's a bunch of guys staying at that hotel and we were each individually ushered into a room uh, just like, I think, just to sit on a chair and then maybe stand there, sit on a stool, whatever it was. And then on the opposite side of the room was this group of probably 12 people, if I remember correctly. And right in the middle of it was this middle-aged looking guy, gray hair with big curly, crazy hair and a goatee. I'm like, who is this guy? And he was the one asking all the questions. And he and I just kind of went back and forth a little bit. It was lighthearted and fun and different. And that was it. And they just said, okay, thanks. See you later. Mm -hmm. And so I walked out. And uh, I think it was just a couple days after that. They're like, okay, you're going to be on the show. Uh, it turns out that guy was Elon, who is was, I should say at the time, the head producer of the show. Okay. And I had no idea. I'd never truly watched the show up to that point okay. until I found out I was going to be on it. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then, yeah. weirdly enough, my ex-girlfriend and I, uh, who were still like friends, if you will, mm -hmm. watched one episode of that season together okay. <laughs> to see who it was I might date. Gotcha. Um, and that turned out to be Rachel. But then... Uh, yeah, they flew me out to oh, wow. L.A. to be put up in a hotel, and apparently there was still a chance that you could get cut until wow. you're actually, like, in the limo. Oh, my. Do you not know this? Yeah, so, like, you're there <laughs> in the hotel wow. in L.A. ready to go to the mansion, and still up to that point, you don't know if you're actually wow. going to show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you're actually in that hotel for, like, three or four days. I can't remember the exact amount. Uh, maybe it was two days prior to the show starting. And uh, just kind of hanging out. They take your phone away from you right away when you get to the hotel. I was going to ask about all of that. Yeah. So, like, what is the process like once you get there? Uh, I showed up. Because now it's 2017. And when is yeah. film? Like, when do they film? So, I got there on, like, March okay. 12th or something okay. like that. Because the very first one-on-one date that I went on was my birthday. I was going to say. It was March 19th. Your birthday was right around the corner. Right away at the start. So I know it was a few days before that. Okay. Um, funny enough, I got to the hotel late at night. Uh, sent out my last texts to friends and whatnot. And then... Uh, it's like your final goodbyes. <laughs> kind of. I walked in the hotel expecting someone to be there to just like usher me off into this realm. And I get there and there's just no one. There's not even someone like at the desk. It's late at night. So I'm just wandering around. I see some guy go walking by me who looks like he's my age. Like, wonder if he's on the show. And all of a sudden, this person comes running out. Like, oh shit, you're not supposed to be here. And it's a producer. And they quick like grab me and like we have to take you to your room right now. And as they're walking me to the room, I go past the gym and there's all this paper up on the door of the gym, so you can't see in. Weird. Except for they like missed a spot, and I can see a guy my age working out in the gym. And I realize like, oh this hotel is full of all these guys that are going to be potentially on the show or are on the show. Why do they keep you? What's the desire to keep the you? surprise? They want okay. you to know absolutely okay. nothing about okay. anything going in. Oh, all you know is so the mansion is a part of the show. Yep. And there's a bachelorette mm -hmm. and you know who that bachelorette now at this point is going to be. And that like gotcha. they called to ask if, um, I still want to go on when Rachel was chosen. Like they straight up said like, okay, we've picked the bachelorette. It's Rachel. Would you still like to be on this show? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting thought they would call. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the first step in like, is yeah. this someone you see yourself interested in? Right. But anyway, so, um, go to my room. It's late at night. Go to sleep. Actually, no. 
I'm there for maybe an hour or so and get a knock at the door and two people walk in and it's two producers. Okay. Who I later found out were the two producers I ended up spending the majority of the time with throughout the show that I became very good friends with. Okay. Um, but yeah, we just chit chatted a little bit. I That's think interesting. That's a, they, so they, you met them that night. Yeah. Okay. And then you're basically isolated in your room other than when you have a scheduled workout. You get to schedule when you want to work out as long as there's time oh, available. Wow. Over the next like day or two. Okay. Um, I think I'm just like watching TV, writing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring any books. So I was just like going stir crazy in this room. Yeah. It sounds a little, I probably, I'd probably go a little stir crazy. Yeah. And I wasn't yet at a point in my life. I had like left my artistic ability behind. And I had not yet found my clarity that I have okay. now. So now I do writings and mm-hmm. drawings and all kinds of stuff all the time again. But at that point in my life, I really wasn't doing that. So I was you know, so gung-ho about work mm-hmm. at that time. I was just working, working, working all the time. Uh, in and out of shitty relationships. Had broken up with a very toxic uh, relationship or from a very toxic relationship. And that was a big reason why I also wanted to go. I, was, I wanted to get away from that mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, just didn't have anything to do. I can't remember doing anything in that yeah. room. I think we had to fill out some more questionnaires. Like yeah. back up to a couple of weeks before that when we were in L.A. for that audition, we had spent maybe two or three days in a hotel. And in that time, we were given these packets of basically psychological studies okay. uh, and questionnaires that were 100 pages long maybe, 50 pages double-sided, wow. whatever it was. Yeah. And you had to, you know, A, B, C, or D of each question. And then they obviously, like, pick you apart based on that and figure out what yeah. you're going to be like on the show. Wow. And my guess is they're doing this to figure out what role you're going to fit mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. buttons they can push. Where they can yeah. fit you in. Totally. Um, wow. Yeah. So they had, I'm sure, had you or had found some psychologist to figure out exactly who I was at this point. And later on in the show, they even told me, like, Peter, we know you're one of the emotional ones. Um, so we have a therapist here on staff if you ever need to talk to someone. Wow. Like, I don't know how to take that. Yeah. That's... I'll take that as a good thing. Thank you. And I will you're take like, your therapist. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Free therapy? Send her my way. I'll take it. Yeah. Which, fast forward now, that therapist, um, you know, everything I say on this podcast is Start with this. Everything I say on this podcast, I want people to know is a part of life, Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for it all. Mm -hmm. Um, Even the bad, uh, even the things that are kind of messed up, even things that hurt me or Mm -hmm. the times that I hurt people, I hope people will listen to the podcast and know that it's all just how life is Mm -hmm. and that we should leave judgment behind as much as possible. Yep. Right? And definitely stop with the cancel culture whenever we bring someone up on this that could potentially harm them. Yeah. Right? So this therapist on the show throughout the process was really very kind, very helpful, helped me work through some emotions and thoughts and feelings and all that stuff, made me feel less isolated at Mm -hmm. times. But towards the end of the show, she started telling me that Rachel was into me. And that, I don't know if that was manipulation. I don't know if that was truth. But obviously she was also into the other like lead guys, however you want to say it, especially the one she ended up marrying. Yeah. Um, she okay, so but very interesting that like I now have to be not only fighting my own thoughts, mm-hmm. but also fighting 
or going with or just trusting in this complete stranger telling me something that yeah. seems like they shouldn't be telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what a what an interesting <laughs> and really kind of messed up, almost like abuse of power. Big time. Like, yeah. you know, you're trusting and confiding in this person who has been provided to you, you know, and that that feels icky to me. Yeah, I agree. That's interesting. Yeah. It was it was a good way to put it. It was just icky. Yeah. It was like but also built this level of confidence mm-hmm. that I don't think I should have had. Like I was very calm and collected after the first week or so. Yeah, so was, what is that filming process like? Yeah, all right. So so from the we time, get yeah. into the limo on day two or three or whatever it is of being in the hotel. Yep. We basically get told like, get in your suit, get ready. We'll be picking you up at a certain time, which let's say it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. It's pretty early. Yeah. Get in the limo. Alcohol's available. Okay. <laughs> and like, I'm nervous and I'm told as we're getting in the limo, like, um, actually, no, not even that. We pull up to the bottom of the driveway of the mansion and there's a tent set up with some producers and a table on it. Not the producers aren't on the table. They're next <laughs> to the table. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, it's a little weird. Yep. Um, bunch of alcohol on the table. Okay. And they're like, does anybody need a drink? They don't ever push it, but it's there. And if you want it, like, take advantage of it. There's never anybody saying, like, hey, you have to drink. So if yeah. anybody looks at them and says, how dare you do these to these or do this to these people? It's like, no. Everybody on that show always had free will. Yeah. You could always leave anytime you wanted. Yeah. And do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Were people maybe guiding you in certain directions at times? Yes. But that's in life. At all times. Everywhere, yeah. Right? So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to take a shot. I'm nervous as shit. Mm -hmm. So I take a shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, oh God, Fireball, which is just disgusting. I hate Fireball. (laughs) I'm like, they better be feeding you some nice stuff on that show. I always want something that's going to make me smell somewhat good. Sometimes breathing whiskey or something like this woman. And then like, Peter, you're going to be first one out of the limo. Oh, just, so you were the first one out oh of the limo. Oh my heart sank. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> oh shit. Were you the first one out of the limo? I was the first one out of the limo. No. Which way. I'm not gonna lie, was probably the coolest thing watching back. And I step out of the limo, and all they focus in on is my leg stepping out, okay. and it's like my shoes set down on the ground, my pants get pulled up, and I had these like polka dot socks on. Okay. And it just looked freaking cool. Like it was just. <laughs> For that to be shot that way, yeah, they did yeah, a really yeah. good job shooting it. Uh, credits to like the videographers at the time. But then like the limador shuts and I stand up and I like just adjust my coat as I normally would. But it was just this like badass scene where I felt like I looked like a scene out of a movie. Mm-hmm. It was just a cool well, moment for me, right? I mean, that's a yeah, really that cool. is quite literally yeah. a scene out of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really was, yeah. uh, so, anyways, find that out and I'm shitting my pants. And I have a natural tremor, especially when I am low on blood sugar, really nervous, really scared. Uh, my hands shake. Okay. And it's getting worse as I get older. And my dad's shakes are very evident. Yeah. So I know it's going to progress for me. But uh, I, I, like, I couldn't even hold the shot. I was shaking so bad. Oh, my gosh. And I've been on a couple of dates in life where, like, they want to take a shot. And I'm like, I spilled it. One time I actually went to go shoot it, and I shook so bad at the last second that it spilled everywhere. Ugh. So bad. Oh, man. Anyways. Oh my God. So I 
get in the car. I know this is going to happen. All the other guys are like cheering and excited. And I'm just like puking in my mouth, trying to hold it all together. Limo pulls up. There's Rachel in this like sparkly, silvery white dress, sleeveless. She looks amazing. Uh, like the lights are all set up. The pavement has been sprayed with water, so it's glistening. She's oh shining gosh. in the light. Like it's just this perfectly placed epic moment. They know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I get out of the limo, and I don't even know what I said. What I did, nothing. <laughs> I just remember like waking up in the house and be like, what just happened? Oh my god! I don't even think I said my name. I had to watch the show back. I watched the first episode with my family and friends. And the only episode I, I watched the entire time. That, that's the only episode you've seen? Only one. Okay. Um, I tried one time at another episode by myself, and I couldn't do it, and I ended up just taking Daisy outside for a walk. Interesting. Um, but that's the one that I watched, and sure as shit, I said my name. Okay. It says like something along the lines of, like, I'm Peter from Wisconsin. I yeah. hope I can be a good Wisconsin guy for you or something like that. Um, <laughs> the whole plan was to bring up the fact like she had been broken up with. Okay. Uh, by a guy from Wisconsin in oh. Nick. And so, like, I'll be the Wisconsin Nick. guy that you can oh, choose. Because the bachelor before me was Nick from Wisconsin. Nick from Wisconsin. Okay. Right. I'm not super well versed in my bachelor nation. I, I had not known that. Um. Other than one other. <laughs> uh, but prior to going into the limo, when you're in your room still, okay. the producers come in and ask you, what would you like to do as your entrance? And I think they gave me just free reign. They're like, whatever you want to say, like, run it by us one time. Uh, we'll help you out if it's a good idea or not. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not a great idea. But they're just like, yeah, that sounds great. Do it. Like, okay, cool. But then there's other guys that come in with, like, marching bands and, like, random <laughs> giant gestures or whatever. And it's like, did they come up with that? Or did uh, the producers come up with that? And we never really talked about that amongst the guys. But I did my thing. Then I get in there, and I'm just, I'm the first one to walk in the house. Wow. And there's no one in there. Uh, there's some bartenders by the bar. There's some people with the food, like catering, I think. Pretty sure I remember that. And then just a big open room and the pool out back. And it's beautiful. It's all like perfectly lit, like very ambient lighting. Because mm-hmm. uh, you guys pull up at night, right? So it's yeah. like, it's very, It's now evening. Know, it's now probably twilight. like 7 o'clock at yeah. night, let's say 8 o'clock at night, whatever it is. And then one by one, the guys start to file in. And... Each guy that came in, I'm just watching. I'm mm-hmm. just like, he's good looking. He's good looking. He's good looking. Like, it's all these very good looking dudes coming in. Yeah. And then you start to talk to him. It's like, oh, he's smart. Oh, he's cool. Oh, he's yeah. interesting. Oh, he is playing guitar. He's walking in the door. That's impressive. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, <laughs> I got a cool blazer on. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, I don't know. I was not as secure myself at the time as I am now. Yeah. And so I'm just like, with every guy walking in the door, beating myself down a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more it's like this is gonna be tough man there's a lot of yeah. good looking successful dudes with great abilities yeah and then the night goes on and it starts to get more and more interesting as we're having conversations you already start to make little friendships i right. see the guys that you know i'm already clicking with i see the guys that are just not my type of conversations and i'm staying further away from them and then there's like guys starting to yell, and then there's arguments happening, and I'm just like, this is a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And then there's the guy that's just pummeling drinks, and like, I'm watching like, please slow down, buddy. <laughs> and they need every <laughs> single one of those guys. <laughs> and then there's guys fighting over like, who gets time for Rachel? Like, who gets her next? Oh like, God. when am I gonna get my turn? Like, arguments are starting to happen. I'm just watching next? like, I mean, I hope I get to talk to her. And 
mind you, like I still to this day have the worst time walking up to a random female in public and just introducing myself. I, I don't do it. If I ever do do it, I hope that one feels very special because that's very <laughs> rare. Uh, and the last two times I've done it, I got rejected. So like at that time, I was still with the same mindset. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to go in there. Um, and just like interrupt someone else mm-hmm. and get in there. And I'm not going to just like grab her. She's going by. Mm-hmm. I had just hoped that the producers would give me time. Mm-hmm. And thank God they did. Uh, they came and grabbed me. They probably realized like this guy is pretty shy. He's not going to step up. We'll usher him in. Mm-hmm. So they came and got me. Uh, they brought me out and sat me down with her. And uh, I brought her a box of chocolates. We sat down by a fire. And as we're chatting, she sees a shooting star go overhead. And I just remember, like, th- that is really cool that she would notice that. Already I can feel there's going to be a connection with this mm-hmm. person because that's something I would notice. Right. And I think it would be so unique and cool, like a, a sign of something special happening. Yeah. And uh, then I go to give her the chocolates, and she's like, I don't eat chocolate. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh. Like, I carry this chocolate like it was diamonds yeah. from Madison, Wisconsin because it was a locally made chocolatier that I love. I still eat all the time to this day. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just throw it in the fire. Fuck it. Like, I just, I was like, <laughs> I'm failing already. I'm like, screw it. I'm failing. Um, man. But then like, this turned out to be a good conversation and then night goes on. Eventually we get to um, the rose ceremony and it's gotta be like one, two, three o'clock in the morning now at this point. Holy shit. It's late. It's cold. Like cold at this point. Okay. And when you're standing there during the road fi- Where is it filmed? In the mansion in the hills. Okay. Uh, which is like... Uh, okay. I always forget. Outside of LA, right? Wherever the Kardashians are. Calabasas. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that right away. Yeah, I did. Uh, so we're up there. It's beautiful, but it's cold and it's dark. And uh, she finally gets like... She gives me a rose... Um, which I, I don't even remember what I said to her. Once again, I like blacked out as I go up to talk to her. It's like, I'm sure nerves took over again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that was just, wow. The end of that night. And it was like finally 8 AM when we left, the sun was coming up. Oh, when we finally left. And then what time, what's like your call time that I like, what time So you... they allowed us to like go to bed at that point okay. and we got like a day and a half of rest, which gotcha. was great. Yeah. Um, and then we, get up we're at the house now um, date and one starts I think how I think many we, months are you filming I was there for ten and a half weeks ten and a half weeks okay mm-hmm. so from start to finish like what I mean don't you guys go on like all kinds of crazy trips crazy and stuff crazy trips and stuff and, yeah so we started in um, oh god I always forget what it's called it's in the Carolinas something island Something, something. Oh, uh, Tyvee Island? No. Oh. I've heard of that one before. Shoot, I can't remember. Um, It's funny enough, it was a place that I went to a bunch as a kid with my family. Oh, funny. Maybe like twice. I shouldn't say a bunch. I'd been to before with my family. And uh, go there. From there we go to... I think we go right overseas. Oh, wow. After that, I think we go from... How do they fly you guys? To there. That was actually such a fun process. Because... You have no phone. You have no computer. Yeah, like, like already, we're starting to develop relationships with all these guys. Are you in? Like, do do they send you with all the producers? Are you? Like, yeah, it's the whole crew. 
It's like, so they send all the videography stuff first, and then we right. get a day of like blackout where there's no cameras because they're moving on to the next location to set up. And all the guys get time to just roam the city as a group oh, with cool. all the producers. And that's when all the bonds really started to make, yeah. be made. I think a lot of people I've talked to that are fans of the show are always asking about the show, always asking about The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. asking about was it real love? But no one really thinks about the relationships that were made with the other guys. I was going to say, and you, yeah, I mean, you guys are together for ten and a half weeks. Time, you know I ended up mean? sleeping in the bed with Dean yeah. multiple times because there was only so many rooms. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he became like my brother throughout that process, and a couple of the other guys. We just made really, really good, tight friendships. And yeah. I'm going to Will's aunt's, I think it is, wedding next month oh, in New York. Super fun. And. Uh, just sung out with Alex down in Miami at the beginning of the year. Super And I was cool. just chatting with Dean a couple of days ago. And it was the first time in my life where I was in a situation as an adult around a bunch of other adult men having to have conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I had worked in gyms with other guys, but like at the end of the day, we all go home to our own lives. Mm-hmm. We come in, chit chat. We were never part of really a team. We did yeah. our own thing within the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, I went to a community college, didn't stay on campus, so I never had like a campus experience or yeah. a dorm experience. Yeah. Never played on any sports teams after high school. Uh, did triathlon, which is very isolating. Yeah. So for the first time in my life, I was with a bunch of guys that like I was connecting with and having a really great time with. It, yeah. it was great to have just random conversations with other dudes, cool. similar or different life experiences. It was great to play games. Like we played cards all the time. That's fine. Uh, we raced up the hill behind the mansion to see who was the fastest. <laughs> I must say I did win. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Uh, but was why, so at that time I was doing that in-home personal training. Okay. And I was getting up for 5 a.m. clients every day. Wow. So I was up at like 4, 4.30 every single day. Wow. Now I go out to L.A. and it's two hours earlier. So that's 2, 2.30 at their time. So I'm getting up now, sleeping in till 5 a.m., let's say. Yeah. And I'm up by myself for like two, three hours now before anybody else gets up. Yeah. Just work out, enjoy the sunrise, do some meditation, yeah. eat, hang out. Just like have these really great moments by myself early in the morning for the first like two weeks of the show probably. Wow. Um, so it really was a state of peace in amongst all the craziness. Mm-hmm. And then being away from social media and our phones and just like the stressors that build up around your normal life was really great to just not be a part of it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great escape. And by the end of it, you just realize like, Oh, I don't need my phone anymore. I was actually yeah. kind of worried to turn my phone back on for the first time when I got done. <laughs> You're like, Do I want to touch this yeah. Thing? Like it had been so nice. And then it was <coughs> so much backup that it was catching up and it was instantly hating the connection to media yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an overload. It totally was. Yeah. And then as the show grew, as it was airing, that overload became more and more intense. Yeah. Um, what was that like coming, like post show life? So, cause yeah. Yeah. Well, show life. 